What is up, you guys? You are tuning in to the Health Without Limits podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Prestano, a personal trainer, nutrition coach, teacher, wife, dog mom to two, and mommy to be. Wow, that's weird to say. After too many years of playing it cool and trying to live up to society's standards, I decided it was time to share my voice. I hope that this is a place you will come to share your journey and to feel supported on your way. We'll talk all things health, fitness, nutrition, motherhood, and just some good old girl chat. Thanks for coming along. Let's get going. What is up, you guys? I am super excited to have a guest come on the podcast today. Obviously, we're doing this all safely through Zoom, virtually, but today I have Kim Delaporta coming on, and Kim and I connected through social media, through mutual friends in the health and wellness field, and then it just so happened that we both actually lived in the same area, so we were able to connect on that as well. Um, Kim is an online health coach. She is a mom to two young boys, and I really wanted to have her on for a couple of reasons. You know, as an online health coach, we obviously connect in that way, and I love having people on this platform to share their tips, their tricks, their motivation, and, you know, she's got a really good educational background through IIN, where she um, did her health coach education, but also I selfishly wanted her on because she is a mom to two, like I said, and if you follow her on social media, which I'll put in the show notes where to find her, she finds some really effective and natural ways to incorporate exercise in her day and fit it into a busy schedule while also still being there for her kids and doing all the things for her kids and showing up for her family, which is something that I'm going to be striving to do as well. I know many women are on that same playing field. So I'm really excited for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoy our conversation and really enjoy the valuable tips and tricks that she um, shares with us on the podcast today. Like I said, check out in the show notes where you can find her. She is always posting some really great content and some cute pictures of her kids as well. Okay, so hey, Kim, thanks for coming on the podcast, and we're excited to have you here. I just gave a little bit of an intro on you, a little bit of information, but why don't you go ahead and share a little bit more about yourself and how you you got into the field of being a health coach? Thanks, Caroline. I'm so excited to be here to talk to you. Um, So I am a certified health coach and I have my own business. I work 100% virtually uh, with clients to provide accountability and help them reach, you know, all their different health goals that they have. Um, But I actually originally wasn't a health and wellness professional. My background is in marketing and business. Um, That's what I went to college for. And I had several other jobs uh, once I graduated from college and then working in marketing and PR. And then once I had my first son, I decided to stay home with him. Um, And during that time, I really started to focus on my health and making healthy choices for our family. So I didn't really have a lot of, you know, I had support of like my family and my husband during that time. But when I was trying to make all of those healthy changes and focusing on myself, I didn't really have like external support, like any kind of coach or anything like that. And so I started to think that, you know, that could be an awesome job, you know, and I would love to be that kind of support person for somebody else. Um, 
So it was kind of just the first little seed that got planted in my mind about, you know, potentially starting some sort of health and wellness business. And I guess that's really all where it started. Okay. And I mean, I feel like, especially now, virtual is like such a benefit. But, you know, with two young kids, it's really great that you were able to create that for yourself and kind Mm -hmm. of have that flexibility in your schedule to be home with them as well. Yes. So so that was great. You went, you did your education through IIN, correct? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, okay, so you said you were a mom of two. Yes. And you, you have an 18-month-old and a four-and-a-half-year-old, right? Yes. So you are busy. <laughs> yes, very busy. Um, but you talked about, you know, like how after, you know, you had your first son that you really started focusing on your health. Prior to pregnancy and even during your first pregnancy, like what did your health look like, like nutrition and fitness-wise? Sure. So before I was pregnant, probably in like my late, you know, all throughout my 20s and my early 30s, I would I would say that my idea of health probably was focused more on superficial things like trying to eat, quote unquote, healthy so that I could be thin or, you know, working out so that I could be skinny or like look good. And then during my pregnancy, I really started to just take an interest in making sure I was eating healthy, but not restricting myself because, you know, you're growing another person as I know that you are too. And so it's very important to kind of really take that into consideration. And, you know, I ended up gaining quite a bit of weight with my first pregnancy and it took me about two years to fully lose all of that weight, um, you know, the right way through like healthy eating and regular exercise. So it definitely shifted my perspective from what I used to think being quote unquote healthy was to, you know, my new idea of really fueling my body with like food that was good for you and working out because it made you feel good versus just trying to burn calories. Right. And did you find too, like going into your second pregnancy that you had a much better mindset because of that? I did. You know, my first pregnancy, I was working full time. And so I was super tired a lot of the time. I never really had like any morning sickness. So I guess that's kind of like a blessing and a curse because I feel like a lot of people don't maybe gain as much weight if they if they have that. Like in their first trimester, I was just like eating all of the things. So that didn't really help me keep my weight down. Um, but, you know, during my second pregnancy, I definitely was more conscious about the types of food that I was eating, um, making sure that it was as nutritious as possible versus just being like, well, I'm pregnant and I can eat whatever I want because mm-hmm. I'm growing somebody. Um, and then really trying to stay active during my second pregnancy. You know, I was going to the Y all the time. And even if it was just like, walking around the track or doing an exercise class or doing like some free weights, just making sure that I was keeping my body moving. Right. Was like super important. Right. Well, and I feel like, you know, with that mindset, like, I don't know about you. I almost felt like my mindset was forced to shift because I was very similar to prior to pregnancy, like, you know, or I guess I should say like a year before pregnancy. And then I kind of went through a transition, but working out for aesthetics, working out, even like for a goal of like 
running a half marathon or building a certain muscle group and then like pregnancy comes in no matter what you do like you're not gonna lose weight you're not gonna get shredded so it was like you were forced to change your mindset because no matter what you're gonna get bigger and Mm -hmm. it's and it's hard when you keep you know when you go from wanting the number to go down and then you have your appointments and every time it goes up yes it can really be like psychological warfare oh yeah (laughs) it's very difficult to see that especially when you think that you're doing all the right things and eating the right things and and working out and then you know you're still gaining so much weight right can be difficult pill to swallow oh yeah I uh like every time I go into my midwife's office I just don't look at the scale when they weigh me and it's been fine and then when I went to my last appointment the nurse went into the room. There's another nurse in there, and she was taking down my information, and she said my weight out loud, and I was like, oh, no, like, I didn't know my weight for so long, and, like, it kind of put me on, like, a mindset shift, and then I'm like, you know what? If I'm moving and I'm eating healthy and I'm getting my nutrients in, like, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. And That's I think, the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, sure. I think a lot of women struggle with it because – we're so used to focusing on that number and then we're hearing a number that we've never heard before. And Oh yeah. Especially when it gets up pretty high, it can be like, uh, I never thought that was going to be something that I would ever hear. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Now, so you now are doing some homeschooling, correct? Right. With like, with your toddler, are you doing that still? Um, Yes, I am. Yep, so he used to go to the Y, to, like, the pre-K program, and he was supposed to be going this year five days a week for three hours a day. So that would have given me a nice chunk of time to have some stuff, you know, done and spend some more time with my little guy, but uh, that, you know, with everything that's going on isn't happening. So I bought a homeschool curriculum, and I've been doing some homeschooling with him while – also trying to watch our younger son as well during that time. So it's not like super involved, but it's still, it's still a good chunk of responsibility. I mean, I wasn't meant to be a teacher. I can just like, <laughs> flat out tell you that right now. I do not have the patience for it. And I felt like all of his teachers told me like he was so good. He always listened to them, but they must have been doing something I am not doing. They're always different for mom. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you juggling all of that, like, how are you juggling, you know, obviously putting them at the forefront, but still taking care of yourself and showing up for, you know, your family? Yeah, so everything just takes a lot more time and planning. And I feel like you have to be more intentional with the things that you do. So like healthy eating and like doing meal prep, I know you're big on meal prep. And I feel like if I at least can do like the morning meal prep like some stuff for breakfast or like some stuff for lunch then I can normally like make dinner have some time to make dinner at night but otherwise in the morning I just don't really have enough time to make something and I probably would end up eating something that wouldn't be as healthy for me Mm -hmm. um you know also working out I have to make time earlier when they're not awake yet because if I don't then I probably am not going to do it. I'm probably going to make up some sort of excuse or say I'm too tired. 
Um, and then, you know, I'm probably not going to like take a shower until the nighttime because <laughs> I wouldn't have time to do it with both of the kids here. Right. Um, and just finding time to really do anything alone has been difficult, but you know, my husband is also working from home. So that's nice. He, he works out of the basement right now. And so it's, it's nice that I have him here for, if I need him for something, um, it makes it a little bit, uh, have a little more flexibility. Right. Yeah. It's, I was a morning workout person for a while. And then like first trimester, I did all afternoon workouts just because mornings I was so sick, but I was like, it's so hard to find that motivation after just like going through a full day and that you're right. Like it's so easy to just talk yourself out of it that like it is easier to just set that routine of like getting up in the morning and I don't know, you feel better after you do it too. Oh yeah. 100%. And then you're just, you know, with you, you're ready to go with the two mm-hmm. kids and them starting, starting their day. But yeah. now you also, I've seen on your stories done more like natural exercise too. Like you do TV walking, right? Yes. TV so tell walking. us about that. Okay. So it's totally going to be a thing. You're hearing <laughs> it first. It's going to catch on. So it's basically <laughs> just walking while you watch TV. So it's like walking in place or walking on a treadmill. I mean, I normally just like walk in place in the living room, uh-huh. but it could be on a treadmill. I guess you could do it on elliptical. Then it'd be like TV elliptical. Right. Um, but I just like, I, on my Apple watch, I'll just do like indoor walk and then I'll just like be walking in place while I'm watching my show. Just, it's a great way to like get your steps in, close your rings. So I just feel like, you know, if you're going to be watching TV, you might as well be active while you're doing it. You you could do it just during partials or you can just do it for part of the show, however right. long you want. I just usually do it to make sure that I get all my rings closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if I'm like pretty close on some sort of challenge with somebody just to kind of pass them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's one yeah. way to do it. So when you're working with your clients and I know you mentioned that like given 2020, you know, some of your stuff that you're putting out there is just free content, um, yeah. which is great. But mm-hmm. with your with your clients that you've had either now or in the past, are they typically moms, like, similar to you? Or do you work with, you know, a variety of people? Um, I would say that in the past, you know, I've done calls with a variety of people. Uh, I don't really have, like, a particular focus on just moms or... Um, just, you know, a specific demographic. I'm really open to working with anybody and working on a four-week jumpstart program right now for for January. It'll be January 4th through the 31st. And it's all about getting people, you know, ready in the new year. And it's just focusing on some topics that I feel a lot of people struggle with like water intake Mm -hmm. or stress management. So kind of going over those things um, to kind of give them some content that they can like really like sink their teeth into and like use as they start the new year to help them achieve their goals. Because I know so many people start off the new year really strong and then they decide like three weeks in that 
you know, maybe Not they so much. for me yeah. or they just lose motivation. Yeah. So I just feel like if you can get through that first month and make it a habit, yeah. then that's like when you're really going to start to see like changes. Um, yeah. So what I was going to say is I like how you're focusing on those foundational pieces like water intake and stress management. Like so I feel like sometimes where people fall short with their New Year's goals is they try to do too much right away or they restrict too much right away and they don't have those foundational pieces that kind of keep them going with every month so to give them that like accountability and that knowledge I think will be really helpful yeah I really think that when people set like these big goals for themselves they definitely take on too much at one time they say well, I'm going to drink 100 ounces of water a day, and I'm also going to work out seven days a week, mm-hmm. and I'm going to meal prep, like, you know, for five days for, for every meal. And then when you start to do all of those things, when you haven't done any of them, it's just like overload. Yeah. And then you're like, whoa, this is way too hard. I can't do any of this. So really what I like to do in the program is I focus on like one topic per week and kind of flesh that out. And then there's like a challenge that goes along with that topic. And then along with those emails that have all the information, participants also get uh, two one-on-one coaching calls with me. And so those will be to like discuss their goals, but those could be goals that are related to those topics or they can be goals that are completely separate from those topics, just things that they want to work on. So it's really all about them mm-hmm. and what they want that's, to work on. That's great. And I feel like, you know, you're very relatable, mm-hmm. like for the clients and the people that join your Jumpstart, because you're not somebody that's like trying to do 5,000 different things at once, like you were talking about. And so if I think if people saw that, they might be intimidated thinking like, oh right. my gosh, like I have to get to that. Whereas like, you know, you you are that average person of a mom of two, you're busy, you have a family, you have other responsibilities, but you're also still showing on your platform like how you still incorporate health, fitness, nutrition, and you don't make it look like a chore, you know? Right. And it's one of those things, like, I've been where you are, you know, talking to, like, a participant. Like, I've been right. where you are, where you have these goals and you want to work towards them. And there are still goals that I'm working towards that I want to achieve that I haven't achieved yet. You know, there's I'm still a work in progress, just like everybody else is. But that doesn't mean that I can't help you right. reach your goals and hold you accountable. So that's really, you know, what I'm here for. Yeah. Well, I think that's great. And I'll make sure in the show notes to share out like where your social media is so people can kind of watch out for the jumpstart that you have coming. Um, Great. So for you personally, what do you find is your favorite way to sweat, your favorite kind of exercises to do? So recently I've been doing a lot of, you know, we have a home gym in our basement. So I've been doing a lot of elliptical cardio TV walking, also number one (laughs) every day. Got to do it. Hashtag TV walking. (laughs) If you're going to do it, make sure to tag me so I can repost it. I love that. Uh, You know, I I feel like it kind of ebbs and flows for me. You know, I like to do 
I have in the past a wide variety of things. When I was younger, I was like super into Taibo. Like I thought that was like the most fun. Yeah. Guys, and then I did like cardio kickboxing in college, and I, you know, when Zumba was really big. I mean, I know people still do Zumba, but I was like really into that. So. I've done a lot of different things and I feel like whatever I'm into just at the moment right now, it's like the elliptical, doing some yoga and doing some strength training, but probably mostly the elliptical and yoga right now. Well, and it's all about doing what you enjoy too, so that you actually get out of bed in the morning and go do it. So Mm -hmm. I can understand that. Um, Okay. So as we wrap up, selfishly, I'm wondering what tips you have for me as I, you know, go into motherhood. And I like being able to ask, you know, you because we connect on that health and wellness platform and that self-care and, you know, all that. So what tips do you have? So probably my number one thing is you know what's best for your family and for your lifestyle. And everybody will have an opinion about everything. And they're not afraid to share it, no matter oh, what yeah. it is. It's already so started. Just know <laughs> that I'm sure it's already started. Yeah. That, you know, people can have their opinions, but you're the decision maker. So you're the one who really knows, like, what's best. Um, be flexible with your schedule, with your expectations. You know, you want to, you know, know that you love working out. And you might think, like, oh, as soon as baby comes, like, I'll be back working out a week after. Yeah, or, no. <laughs> You know, just be flexible. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. And my last thing would be like, you are amazing. And you were somebody before you were this little precious baby's mama. And don't forget that person. It can be so hard to see yourself as like more than a mom, like once you become a mom, because it's like one of those all consuming things. But try not to lose the things that you really love just because you're a mom like you can do it all you can do everything that you want to do and be a mom Mm -hmm. so I love that don't forget about you (laughs) well and it's funny like my husband and I had that conversation not long ago where we both said like I don't want to just become mom and dad to each other like I still want to be husband and wife and mom and dad so I think that's a good tip and like all the things that you shared today it's clear that you know, obviously your kids are a huge priority to you, but there's like pieces of your own self-care in there throughout the day so that you feel like, you know, you're in there as an individual too. Yeah. And I mean, it takes a while to kind of like get back to it because when you first get home, it's just all consuming and you're trying, you know, it's brand new and you're doing all these different things and you're so tired and you're just trying to squeeze things in. You know, when I was pregnant with my youngest son, I was going through my IAN program. I like found out I was pregnant with him like a month after I started. And so then I went through the whole program and then I had him and then I still had like three months left to go. So I was like doing the classes on my phone when I was like up in the middle of the night feeding him and just trying to find the time to do that. And so after that it was very hard to kind of like get the business mojo going because I was just hired and in mom mode and doing all those things. So definitely give yourself a little bit of, like I said, like a little bit of flexibility. You might not be where you think 
you're going to be mm-hmm. a month, two months after yeah. little one comes, but you'll get there. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm glad that we were able to do this. Um, as we wrap up, why don't you share, and then I'll make sure to type it up in the show notes too, but where can people find you? Where's the best way to kind of connect with you? Sure. So my website, so everything you'll kind of find that it's just like my name. So it's super easy. Kim Delaporta Health Coaching on Instagram. Then my website is kimdelaporta.com. Perfect. And then on Facebook, it's just also Kim Delaporta Health Coaching. So you can either contact me through the website or you can send me a message on Instagram. If you want to see me TV walking, make sure to follow because <laughs> I'm yes. doing it all the time. Yes. I got a nice highlight stories going. <laughs> there you go. You can start a whole community. I know. I'm trying. I'm really trying hard to make it a thing. We're gonna make, we can make t-shirts. It'll be a thing. Yes. I think it's a great <laughs> idea. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Health Without Limits podcast. You guys know that I appreciate your support more than anything and really love having this outlet to just share my voice too. Don't forget to reach out to me on social media so that we can connect. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Both of those will be in the notes section of this episode. I'll catch you guys in the next one.